0: Hey everybody! Welcome to For the Record, episode number one hundred and seven. Uh, so, <laughs> I this is so I don't really know where to go with this, but I pretty much just spent like the last fifteen to twenty minutes recording this whole thing about how I was I I basically had this whole intro about uh, the sexual assault victims that have come forward in the past few weeks regarding acts like uh, Jesse Lacey, regarding uh, bands like uh, With Confidence that just dropped today, the Suicide Silence News that just dropped today regarding Eddie Hermita their vocalist Um, and wouldn't you know it uh, as I was wrapping up at the end of it uh, my computer decided to short out and it completely just quit GarageBand without, without a second thought so the file was deleted, and it kind of, and it, it really sucks because I was very... For the first time, whenever I record intros, I will record them, and then I'll be like, this sucks, and then I'll delete it, and then I'll go and restart and do it again. And it'll be like, okay, this is what I want to say. For the first time, I was really happy with what I wanted to say um, and was able to do it in one take, and then pff, just gone. So I am not going to go through that again. I'll do a separate episode regarding this, maybe a little down the line the the bottom line for what i wanted to say was to anyone who recently had something happen to them that is now coming forward regarding um regarding brand new regarding any of this any of the multiple sexual assault cases or um harassment cases that have come through i want to say that i'm truly from the bottom of my heart incredibly incredibly sorry and i just hope that we can move forward from and really learn from this situation i i truly truly hope so this has been um it's just it sucked so much reading all of this news um In the past, honestly, in the past couple months, starting with Harvey Weinstein and that entire situation and how it's really opened the floodgates. But at the same time, in a weird way, I am grateful that these stories are coming out now and coming out all at once, as depressing as it is to read, because it's really shedding light on some very horrible people and how we can move forward as a society and really learn from this and hold people to a higher standard regarding not just entertainment, regarding anything. Um, so I really hope we can learn from it. Today's episode of For the Record is brought to you by Warby Parker, our uh, some of our new sponsors right now for this show. WarbyParker.com provides vintage- vintage-inspired prescription eyeglasses starting as low as $95. They're here to help you get the eyeglasses you need without really having to break your bank. Um, I know several people who've actually used this product, and I've, um, I've heard nothing but incredible things. If you'd like to try it out, uh, go to www. WarbyParkerTrial.com slash shameless promo and when you head there, we'll give you a free five-day home try-on. That's five pairs of glasses, five days, absolutely free. So, thank you to Warby Parker for sponsoring this episode of For the Record. This episode is a vocalist um, and singer-songwriter by the name of Kylie Hughes. Wonderful, wonderful chat. Um, She had never done a podcast. This was her first podcast. Um, And I was very excited to have her on and talk about uh we talked about a lot of things we talked about theatricality and how that uh kind of correlated into her music and into the new music videos that she was putting out which I'll I'll try and link to that in our description below uh her self-titled record that came out a little while ago and we for a little while talked about her love of cinema which was really uh fun uh to talk about and how Uh, at the same time that really played into shaping her music video style and her concepts and it was just a really nice chat so go and check out her music i'll drop the links to that in the description below so you can go find her social media pages um her um website and all that good stuff to pick up her uh new record which is out now all right this is episode number 107 of for the record with kylie hughes enjoy I guess uh, I'll start this off with, uh, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> are, are we in it? Um, I'm good. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> jump straight in with it. Yeah. It's always really awkward when you, when you start something, because you're kind of like, okay, so let me get notes. Okay, let, let's just jump right, because over the phone, it's always very, like, you can't see the person, so you got to kind of just either jump into it or just totally build up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I am good. Thank you. How
0: are you? I'm doing well. Not too bad. Uh, just, uh, waiting for the... Oh, wait, it's not raining anymore. Never mind. I was gonna say I'm waiting for the rain to pass, but it's not, uh, raining anymore, so... Pretty much just that. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, first off, I I guess I wanted to say, uh, that the video that we, because we reposted the video to our site, uh, for Leave It Alone, and it was really fun to watch it because it had the, just because of the Halloween overall vibe that it had to it, um, was that, did you consciously go in and want to do... Was I guess was the idea to do a Halloween kind of video, or was it just these are some of the things that I like, I want to incorporate it, and then it just happened to come out around Halloween, if that makes sense.
1: Um. Well, I started because like the last video I put out, I believe, is like in April or May, and so I'm kind of like I've been due for one, and with releasing the album. Like, I was trying to figure out what would be the next single, you know, that I'd want to do a video for. And mm-hmm. so I felt like I got a lot of good feedback on the Leave It Alone song off the album. And so then I started, you know, kind of, I think, like, three or four months had gone by since the release. And I was like, okay, time to start thinking about the next video. And then, you know, the nature of the song is, like, kind of like a man eater type song. Yeah. Or, like, a Black Widow kind of vibe. And so um, when I was sitting around trying to think of a treatment... You know, I kind of wanted to do a version of that, but then just looking at the calendar and like when we would film and release, I was like, oh, like it would be so sick. We did like a um, something kind of creepy, and then like a haunted house kind of feel, and it it like just worked out too perfectly that it would come out um, in October for Halloween.
0: Yeah, well, so I... that
1: just like kind of just all played out perfectly.
0: Nice. Well, I could I sense that there's definitely theatricality to your music like with the and I, I was super stoked on this when I saw the Talladega Nights inspired video because that's one of my absolute favorite comedy movies um and so I mean are, are, would you say that you're very I mean with anything that you've worked on whether it's with music would you consider yourself a theatrical artist or is that just kind of a um just kind of yeah, another aspect I
1: but I just have such a, like, love for movies anyways. And I've always had um, just all, you know, areas of entertainment, whether it's, like, being in front of the camera or behind the camera or a soundtrack or whatever's going on, you know, on the camera. I just kind of look for ways where I can, you know, get to play all three parts. And uh, so, with not so much, I didn't have this in mind when I was, like, writing the song, but I definitely, like, I just, I think of song cinematically you know when we we're writing a recording it's kind of like what does this song sound like all right now what would this song look like and with the leave it alone one um knew that it had to be like kind of haunting feeling with the heat one you know you could have gone very you know hot girl hot guy in a car feel because like that's what the lyrics are but I kind of wanted to put a twist on it you know that what because I love music videos, and, like, I if I could do a music video every month, I would. It's just so hard, you know, to get eyes on it just because yeah. there's not really, like, a, a medium that's, you know, servicing music videos all the time. So it's kind of, like, you have to be very, I think, pointed on, like, where you either, like, advertise it or where you premiere it or, like, any type of partner that you can get to show it off. But I, I mean, I love when people drop new music videos, I, like, I watch it right when it comes out and I will watch it over and over again just because I I mean I just love that like it's art you know and just seeing everything together and how it like ties in with the song and um I just I I love little details like that I'm like one of those people that listens to the or watches the director's cut like on the DVDs same (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like I just I like to like I like to know all the behind I watch all the scene things for music videos I love and so I just like love
0: like that whole world. Nice. Well, I actually I went to school for uh, with and graduated with an emphasis in cinema studies. So, I think that's um, I think that's awesome that you're so in movies. I mean, that's the music video thing is a really lost art form because you used to have stuff like MTV where every day there yeah. would be you could it was so I mean, it was accessible but only to uh, you had to acce- access it in a certain way and now that kind of everyone can do it. It's almost like when someone mm-hmm. comes out with something that's very theatrical, like what you did. It's very, it's it's almost a little rare. Um, if that right. makes sense, what right. were, people what, aren't really yeah. doing that anymore. Yeah. What were some of the videos you liked? That I mean, that if you like, had to pick some of them that really kind of maybe influenced your style.
1: Well, like, music videos that I love, that influenced the Leave It Alone video was, you know, there's um, Rihanna's Disturbia video. I remember when that shot, yeah. I thought it was so crazy with all the colored contacts that she was doing and, like, the taxidermy. And there's a special, um, you know, camera effect where, you know, you're filming in super slow-mo, but then when you play it back, it's all, like, like jerky and, like, twitchy zombie-like. And we, you know, used all of those tricks on this video. Um, I love, like, um, Lady Gaga videos. They're always so elaborate and, like, so storylined, and they're, like, 10 minutes long. They're, like, these little mini yeah.
0: short
1: films. Um, what else? Um, there's a, an old Hilary Duff video called um, for Reach Out.
0: I I and remember was, that like, a, video. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, you remember it. Yes. So it's, like, not a lot of people, like, remember that song necessarily, yep. but I just remember you know, the video, and I just, I don't know, like, I came out when I was in, like, high school or college or something, I just yeah. thought it was so cool, and, um, yeah, so, like, just, you know, kind of these, um, dark and twisty, but, like, still sexy videos, like, even, like, I love the Taylor Swift blank space video, you know, I think there was some inspiration from that, too, it's just, like, there's no, there's going to be no detail spared on, like, set. Or um, set design or on outfits or anything like that. So yeah. I just, I love, like, it's just so tasty, you know, and a video is just full of all those little things.
0: Yeah, I mean, even when you look at the, uh, like, regardless of what people thought of the song, the look, the look what you made me do music video is amazingly. Oh. The production value on it is ridiculous when you watch it.
1: Yeah, I love how she, like, she is working with that director Joseph Kahn, I believe is his name. Yeah. And she's and that's the only person she's done videos with. Like I think the past five five videos have all been with him. And it's just so cool when you find somebody's style that you like and that you know you connect with on that level and that you just want to collaborate over and over and over again. And so it's like I think they're such a good duo. Like I get excited when they have music videos released because I just know that you know they they're not. Same thing with, like, Katy Perry videos, you know, they're not pulling any punches on that, they show up.
0: Yeah, it's not just someone performing in a room, it's like, it's a full-on production. Like, every time, like, every time an artist like that comes out with a song and you're kind of like, now eh, the song could go either way, regardless of what you think of it, when you see, the, it's like, I know for a fact when they say they're coming out with a video, it's gonna be like, alright, it's gonna be some kind of a short film or a movie at this point. Um,
1: yeah and like the, the budgets for those music videos are just insane yeah. So it's just like I appreciate people <laughs> spending money to entertain me And I'm going to go watch that music video And I'm going to be excited for when it comes out You know so just having like inspiring videos like that And then you know being an independent artist And putting together our own video You know I, I hope that people kind of like appreciate what we did And you know how little we had um, to do it
0: with Absolutely. Well, the production on your video looked, I mean, it looked fantastic. I mean, out of curiosity, how long did it take for the for the whole video for Leave It Alone to come together? Like, in terms of pre-production to, like, the actual shooting time for it, and I, I guess all that. Sure.
1: Um, for Leave It Alone, probably from, like, the idea to actually shooting it, probably took a month. But pre-production started three weeks out, like the first meeting that we had. And it may have like, you know, moved a little bit faster, but it's really just, it was me, my manager, a producer. Um, We were working with um, my friend who's a stylist and my friend who's a choreographer. And then my fiance is a DP, a, a cinematographer. So it's just, you know, it's a small group kind of pulling it together and so it's like three weeks or I did like two weeks of I did all the set design and like all the props so it's like collecting props and um, you know I went went to a lot of um, what is it called Goodwills you know to try and find (laughs) stuff for like that dining table scene and just like go around and like look for like creepy candelabras or like you know stuffed animals like other places and then um, so once that all got put together it was probably it took two days of, um, setting, because we, because we were, we shot in two nights. We wanted to have every, all the scenes, like, set up and just be ready to shoot to cut back on, like, set up time. Yeah. So, and also because we want the night look, we're shooting from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. So, (laughs) like, literally living like a vampire. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just, Weaving in so many things, um, you know, with the little amount of time that we had. But yeah, it was two night shoots, um, both times from five
0: p.m. to five a.m. And you know, we just crammed everything in there as fast as we could. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I mean, like I said, it looked it looked really, really fantastic. Um, and given that this came from uh, the this came from the self titled record that you'd put out, I mean, yeah. a- About how long had and you said you were kind of gravitating toward using the song with it i mean what was it about this track in your opinion that maybe because i'm always really curious to see how people choose singles and how they choose um like what what is going to be the first thing or the second thing that people hear from me um if they're just kind of scrolling by my page or checking out my music at a glance like what was it about um about this track that really um made you want to choose that as a single and choose that as a music video
1: Well, just like, I feel, I personally, when I listen to people's albums, I can pick out which ones are going to be the singles, especially when you're like living in the pop world. You know, there's just, there's just certain songs that stick out and are more um, mainstream sounding. And so Leave It Alone was always going to be one of those songs that I felt like people were going to remember. Um and so and luckily like with like streaming services and you know technology I can actually see which songs are getting more plays than not. So I leave it alone was definitely um like up there with what people were gravitating towards and you know it's so much easier to to like kind of sell a an upbeat song rather than, you know, a, a ballad. So um, and I, I was torn actually with which single I wanted to release. When I did release the album, I didn't know if I was going to do Leave It Alone first or Heat. I knew that both of them would be like released. I just didn't know exactly which order that they would come in. Um, so um, when we decided on Heat, I knew that Leave It Alone was you know somewhere down the road. And I'm, I'm hoping to do one more too. Um, so then I'm just again trying to feel out um, what kind of vibe I want to unleash next because Heat was kind of. A little bit more leaning country, and pop was leaning towards. Pop, (laughs) leave it alone. Is leaning more towards like the pop world, and it would be nice to show one of the other um, kind of flavors that are on the
0: album because there's a couple different sounds on there. Definitely. Um, Yeah. In regards to songwriting, um, Mm -hmm. I'm particularly curious with this with uh, with pop vocalists because. A lot of the time, it's just you really just kind of see them. It's not like it's a band where there's like five different people. It's really kind of coming from just one person. Um, how would you say that your songwriting, in your opinion, has grown since um, between the time you released your debut EP in 2014 and your album this in this past year?
1: Well, I actually started writing songs when I was in sixth grade. Okay. And I released an EP, like a Christmas EP, when I was in middle school. And I released a couple other like little. I didn't like release them commercially, but just like to friends and family. And um, and then I also wrote a full album when I was in high school. I wrote two full albums when I was in high school. One when I was a junior, and one like right after I'd graduated. Gotcha. And I can tell you from then to now it's like cringe cringe-worthy you can't even like go back <laughs> to, to this whole book because it's like one like i'm in such a different mental state and it's like the other ones are just so like angsty and like teenager and like i can't i can't even listen. so i've definitely like matured um i think that from the ep that i released a few years ago that one um i was going for a um a very specific thing that I called Cali Papacana which was like very California surf kind of homage to the Beach Boys sounding so when I did so when I did this next um, uh, full album it took me a lot longer to like curate and like write which songs would be on it just because you know I wanted it to be kind of a, a a spectrum of the different sounds that I can do so I mean, like, I would say that I was definitely, like, writing with more tunnel vision on the last EP. Like, it was, like, weird. I was thinking about the beach in California and how great it is. Um, And then on this last one, I I was more um, free with myself to kind of chase different subject matters.
0: I think what's so funny about something that you said when you said that there's certain, like, the beginning... Songs as you'd kind of written were Cringe worthy to the point where you couldn't listen to them I don't know if you ever saw this but there was um, I forget what talk show he was on But Ed Sheeran Was on this It was some British talk show where He showed his very first Recording and just how much He was like cringing when he played it And how everybody was like oh you're so good From the beginning you always and he's like No and then he pulls out his phone and shows It and everybody was like wow it really actually Does take a lot of like uh, practice it honing in songwriting to really do it. So I think that I think oh, that, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely the more you write, you know, I, I always say I, like the the latest song you write is usually gonna be your favorite because it's new and fresh to you and because each time you write a song, like you get better. And so sometimes when I'm when I was writing the album, I had to stop writing some songs for a while because otherwise, you know, the album's never going to be finished. I'm always going to beat one of the songs on there. Um, and each time you write two, um, you're somewhere different in your life, and you're evolving. And you know, you that's that's the material, the latest material that you write is usually the most relevant and like freshest. And so. You know, just the more you do it, the better you get, but I definitely like, writing an album, I I had to stop myself, otherwise, you know, I would never finish because the vision would keep changing over and over and over
0: again. Definitely. I think that's also, that can be kind of a trap that people fall into, where they think that it's like, you get to the end and you're like, no, maybe if I change this one thing, and then that turns into changing... Everything again. Right. And then Sometimes it, yeah.
1: you just gotta be like, you know what, it's done. I can't look I can't be a perfectionist. I just gotta like let it go and let it
0: be Yeah. I remember reading something that was like uh it was Eminem who said, I literally am messing with the record, whatever I'm doing, and adjusting it by like a decibel on a single track and then they until they come up and they are like, You're done and then they take the C D and then I'm like, Alright, I can't do anything anymore about this <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, I've thought about that, you know, if you, if you, I'm not on a label, but if I did, I'm sure I would have like that deadline or that cutoff. And so it's like, you kind of have to be as an independent artist. If you want to get stuff out, you have to be your own kind of like cut off and be like, all right, enough is enough. Otherwise, yeah, you just like sit and tinker with the song for as, as long as you can get away with it.
0: Exactly. Do you have any plan? Are you planning to release another video, or is there any like new material that you're currently working on? Kind of speaking on the topic of songwriting, or anything that you're able to share? At yeah. Least? Yeah. I've
1: I've started to kind of write again. Not that I wasn't writing, but you know, making, doing some co setting up some co writing things. I don't want to put. Um, you know, I wanted to be able to in, you know, I just released the album in May, you know, I wanted to be able to enjoy kind of like having product done and feeling accomplished for like a year, but, um, always takes about six months before you want to start doing something. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's like either I need to go write a song or shoot a video. So I just shot, you know, put the leave it alone video in the can. And so now I'm kind of dabbling with, um, beginning to write again, but, um, or, you know, just, like, write with... There's a difference between, like, writing for fun and when you feel like it, and then, like, sitting down and writing with purpose and, you know, being, having a little bit of, like, a business mind about it, um, which is a hard balance, too, in your writing because you want it to all be natural. But, um, yes, I've been sitting down lately and writing a little bit more. Probably, um, I don't know if I'll be releasing new music. Definitely not before the end of the year. But um, I, I'm... I'm itching to do another music video, um, but I'm also trying to enjoy it because I think it's only been out for, like, nine days, so I'm like, why am I thinking about the next
0: thing? <laughs> well, I mean, as a, as an artist, I mean, it kind of goes back on something that you said a minute ago where you said, like, it's it only takes, like, six months to roll around before I'm like, I gotta make something new. It's like, as a creative person, I don't think we're, anybody's ever... Fulfilled, you're always gonna keep doing something. It's it's very right. rare that I ever find someone who's like, cool. I made it, I made a hit record. I'm good. It's always like, no, you got you're chasing the next thing.
1: Yeah, it's like either that or I like rearrange the furniture in my house. Like it's like I have <laughs> to like, I have to be like or like I'll change the pictures and the picture frames or like you know hang something on a different wall. And, like, um, my fiance comes home all the time. He's like, what did you do? Like, why is this over here? I'm like, do you like it? He's like, can you just not move my thing? I'm like, but it looks better over there. Um, so I think like, yeah, there's definitely that itch whether I realize it or not. They're so, like, I'm like either decorating or redecorating or writing a song or writing a treatment for a music video or, you know, helping other people with, um, cause I have lots of creative friends help, like ha- begging them to let me help them, you know, with one of their projects or go rearrange someone's quality. You know, I just like have to be like organizing and like, you know, being productive and
0: creative. Absolutely. Um, well, so we're, we're about to wrap this up, but there were just two other questions that I had for you. And one of them was kind of going back on one thing that you'd said before, which was, um, how you were a big, uh, like movie fan and you like watch special features. I guess where did your love of cinema kind of come in? And I just, I just ask this as someone who's a film buff, and I, I grew up watching movies my yeah. entire life. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I ask myself that too. I mean, my, like, my mom was pretty creative, and I think kind of growing up in L.A., I have lots of like exposure to kind of the film industry. I'm not really. I don't have, like, close friends that are, like, actors and actresses, but I just, like, I have more friends that were producers or um, writers, but, like, screenwriters It's mm-hmm. kind of, like, my, like, firsthand friends, so I kind of, I don't know, I've, I'm i interested in acting, too. I do, like, improv around town as well when I feel like I need to, like, <laughs> another, like, creative thing nice. to do. Um, so I don't, I don't really, I just, I've always loved movies and I just love like knowing how things work and like when I'm watching a movie, I'm appreciating it as a watcher, but also as, you know, as, you know, I guess kind of a filmmaker, I can appreciate a shot. I can appreciate, you know, the colors that they chose and I like live for set design and, you know, just a vibe that you can create and just kind of the, maybe like just the, kind of escape that film gives you um yeah and then my you know my fiance is also a a cinematographer so just our favorite thing to do is you know my my perfect day is going to go see a movie so um i don't know just always been fascinated
0: and just have loved movies that's fantastic um this might be kind of a loaded question but what are some of your favorite movies? And I say it's a loaded question because if anyone asks me, I'm like, "All right, how much time I know, do you it's have?" Like, oh my god! <laughs> if you can name just like a, a couple, yeah, it's like just a couple, like off your head. I mean, I don't even, I don't even know how to. answer yeah, that am trying question to think. Yeah, like I like to
1: like when people ask me like, "What's your favorite song?" Like, I can't tell you my favorite song of the week, not of all yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Um, what? But like one of the latest things that I've watched. Um, Well, I just finished Stranger Things 2. Okay. And that was everything. Yeah. Um, One of the movies that I just saw in theaters that I I don't know if it got a ton of attention, but I thought it was so good, was um, uh, Wind River. Okay. Did you see that?
0: I didn't see that. that? I've been so out of the loop with film the past few weeks Uh just because I... Um, I've been running this site and all of that stuff, but I think the last movie I saw was Mother, the Darren Aronofsky film. Oh, um,
1: yeah, I've been meaning to see that, it's but I'm, really really up. That I, <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that, that I need to, like, be in the right headspace. Yeah. I went and saw, um, the new Blade Runner movie in, um... In IMAX, and like I don't, I don't know if it did well in the theaters, but I don't, I'm, like, I don't think you can see that movie in any other way than IMAX because it was literally like a ride. Yeah, like, the whole experience of it was like I went to a different
0: planet. Yeah, I heard it was. I it he- was so beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I heard it didn't do as well in the theaters as everyone hoped, and like story-wise, I heard it wasn't as great. But the one thing people couldn't walk away, even if they just completely just crapped on the movie was they were like, that was a really gorgeous movie. It looked amazing. Oh, yeah. And it, was... <laughs> it was so visually <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, the last question I have to kind of wrap this up is, I asked this to musicians just as kind of a basic way to close things out. Um, and it's a very broad question, but uh, what does music mean to you? <laughs>
1: um. I don't really know who I'd be without it you know I music for me is um, and started with being self-expression and um, a way to sometimes I, I'm, I'm like I see a therapist like I've learned to talk about my feelings but sometimes I think that I'm like oh no I think I'm getting a little too good at communicating my feelings because before singing a song about my feelings (laughs) was how I did it and I was like I need to like find a balance because I can't be too good at talking because then I might not be good at singing or like songwriting um so for me music is it's therapy and it is self-expression and um it's just a good day for me is or A great day for me is when I've just written a song because just the like the feeling and creation of uh, a song is just it's just the best
0: high. Awesome. And uh, lastly, where can people uh, find you online so they can go check out the music, pick up the e- or pick up the album, and check out the music video?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm on all streaming and like online stores, so like iTunes, Amazon, Google. Um, Spotify so pretty easy to find me online Um, but I also have a Facebook and Instagram that I'm pretty active on and that is facebook.com slash Kylie Hughes music and then my Instagram and Twitter
0: are just miss Kylie Hughes m-i-s-s Kylie Hughes perfect well thank you Kylie it was such a pleasure to talk to you thank you again for your time yeah
1: this is my first podcast really yeah, and I love podcasts. I just like love the long form of it because I feel like you can just talk so much longer and get into it more. And I've, I I listened to like so many podcasts.
0: Oh, awesome! That I was
1: so excited to do this.
0: Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. What do you listen to? I'm 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 the same way. I I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Well,
1: uh, yeah. Well, I listen to the Anna Faris Unqualified podcast okay. pretty religiously, and then I've just been getting into lore. Have you heard of that one? I don't think
0: I've heard of that one. It's,
1: like, it's, um, it's, they're short, which is nice. It's, like, 30 minutes. (laughs) They're short, like, 30 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. it's, like, 30 minutes, and, um, it kind of, like, goes into, it's lore short for folklore, and so it kind of goes into old, like, either folklore or fairy tale, just kind of, like, where do we get these stories from? And he'll go into, like, the history of it and, you know, like, um... Like, for example, one of them was, like, werewolves. And where did the werewolf, like, come from?
0: That is and amazing. And it, you
1: know, came out of France, you know? So it's just, like, I, I don't know. I just think
0: that's, like, so tasty. I think I really, found, really like that. Yeah, I think I found my next addiction. This is wonderful. Thank you. Oh, the... it's so addictive. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, well, I'm going to try to get this. I think I'm actually going to try to get this posted, uh... I think tomorrow, if I'm looking at the schedule, oh, just to get this wow. Yeah, I, I generally have a quick turnaround time, but I will get this sent over when it does go up, and um, we'll get this, we'll push this everywhere. This is, this is great. Thank you again. Awesome. Thank you. No worries. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening this week, guys. We'll see you again very soon. This week's episode, again, was sponsored by WarbyParker.com. To sign up and get a free five-day home try-on, visit www.WarbyParkerTrial.com slash shameless promo. Once again, WarbyParkerTrial.com slash shameless promo. Five pairs, five days, 100% free.